Are you a rebel seeking transformation in your recovery journey? Then 366 fucking days sober is the book for you. 366 daily meditations. This book by the SoberPod Recovery Podcast host and professional rebel, Carl, will help guide you towards a new way of thinking and living. Each daily meditation offers a fresh perspective, practical advice, and a healthy dose of Carl's irreverent humor to help you stay sober and embrace the challenges of life without drinking, drugging, or shitting your pants. Whether you're just starting your recovery journey or looking for a daily dose of encouragement and laughs, 366 fucking days sober is the book for you. So, if you're ready to transform your life and become the rebel you were meant to be, get your copy of 366 fucking days sober today. Available today on Amazon.com. Uh, A. Ron. <laughs> it, I like it. it you are. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, my name's Aaron and I'm an alcoholic and my sobriety date is the 28th of the 7th, 2023. The 28th of the 7th? What is this? So it's July 28th? So, yeah. Damn. Yes. Damn. Sorry. <laughs> Just a trip you guys out. <laughs> okay. And then I am Carl. I am an addict alcoholic and my sobriety date is August 22nd, 2014. And this is... This is SoberPod. SoberPod.com. 366 fucking days sober. Yeah. Sober Pod, keep it authentic, no facades. If it's real, then you know it's ours. Welcome. Welcome. All right. SoberPod is a podcast uh, dedicated to the idea that one addict helping. Another is crucial to building a life in recovery. Join us this season as we read from our book, 366 Fucking Days Sober. And as always, stay active, stay sober, and of course, fucking miss you, Chelsea. So there's that. We'll try our best, Chelsea. We're thinking of you. So as you may be aware, uh, there is a strange voice on the podcast, and this is Aaron. Aaron uh, is... Uh, from Australia, and I met Aaron on uh, the uh, the Saturday. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, SOS meetings, right? Uh, yeah, and that yep, is yep. our time Saturdays at six p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and then I don't know which is now like what your one o'clock Greenwich Mean Time eleven. What That's is it? it? Is yeah. that what you guys go by Greenwich Mean Time? What do you guys go by? GMT eleven. I think I think it's called on us. Yeah, Eastern Standard Time. GMT. GMT. GMT that yeah, rings a bell. Yeah, but there's a GMT yeah. eleven. We're ahead. Us. We're ahead of. Yeah, you're like yeah. twelve yeah, hours or something. About right? eleven hours. Yeah, yeah, somewhere. yeah. Ahead. So um. Ahead. So ahead of time. So, uh, I'm. You're ta- you, right now. You're on. You're it's Sunday there, right? Sunday, yeah. And it's Saturday yeah. here. So okay, I you know just to make the joke, like you're living in the future literally <laughs> or i'm, in I'm living future. in the past i don't know which I'm one in the but... future <laughs> so, so, uh, <laughs> get with the present yeah, car exactly I gotta keep up. <laughs> so uh so uh aaron is filling in for chelsea this week and we are going to talk to aaron a little bit about his story and you know how you know how he got here and and um and, and I think that that's, that's how we're going to start it off. And then after that, we're going to read a little bit from the book because that's what we do, right? So we're going to read yep. on the uh, whichever date uh, that we're in. So I'll be in the 20th. Aaron is, is in the 21st. So I think we'll both read from those and, and talk a little bit about those. But other than that, um, Aaron, introduce yourself to the kind, loving people out there. Thanks, Carl. Yeah, hi, everyone. My name's Aaron. I'm an, I'm an alcoholic. Uh, happy to be here, happy to be a part of this. I've, um, I first, yeah, yeah, got into SoberPod, uh, probably around, around COVID time. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, and then got to know, uh, Chelsea and, um, Carl a bit better through, through the meetings, the SOS meetings that, that, that V does. And, uh, and yeah, look, alcohol was, it was a killer, wasn't it? You know, it's, um, 
it was it was a progressive, definitely a progressive disease for me. Um, towards the end, like when I first came into recovery about 2018, I was I was cooked, you know, and uh, got a lot of lot of hope from uh from from aa and from from different sort of sorts of recovery as well and mm-hmm. and um basically built my life together clean cleaned house as they say and um you know there's been there's been relapses you know through my journey which which is a is a lack of recovery you know it's not a i believe it's not a part of recovery it's a, it's a lack something's missing <laughs> somewhere mm-hmm. when when things like that happen but um I'm so I'm so grateful for who I am now, you know, despite despite those things there's been steps forward and and um very happy, very lucky. But uh, you know, I I, I got to watch it. It's a it's a day day at a time thing. We got to do this work. We got to do stuff like we're doing now to for me to stay connected. Mm. Um is is vital, you know. Ideal. Hey, you know, um uh, you talked about relapse and I'm really interested. So like um, did mm. you go to treatment? Did you like, did you, um, you know, how did, how did that work out? What was your initial experience getting sober? My, my initial one was, um, I was 12 stepped by, by a friend and by someone that was in the program yeah, and by an old drinking buddy. <laughs> yeah, I know. What the <laughs> fuck you doing, man? <laughs> you know, uh, he was, he was watching me from afar, you know, just, just destroy myself and. And uh, rant and rave on Facebook, mm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, I know that one. All those, That's all me. those things. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just, just the insanity in my mind, you know. And he reached out and said, but it, you know, and it came at a at a moment of surrender for me, you know, when um, when one time when I was cooked and he he got me just at the right time and and you know got me, got me to an AA meeting in in quite a mess, and um, it's it's taken off from there. So. I was quite naive um, because I didn't really get introduced to it, even medically with my, my doctor and things. He's not, doesn't really know much about recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was quite, I was quite fresh and, and in fucking just insane, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, treating, treating my insanity with, with alcohol. And it, it was the medicine that worked, yeah, you yeah. know, I was all through my twenties and things and worked well. It wasn't out of control. It was just just those last couple of years, and and um, I think that was the challenge for me letting letting this go, even though even though knowing it was it's killing me, mm-hmm. still still letting it go. So um, so that that was my introduction. Yeah, pr- pretty much just got so twelve. Did you have yeah. to detox or anything, or was that something that like you you had to work hard at, or was it something that just kind of like you're like. Because I mean, some people, like me, for instance, like this yeah. last time, like I, I got to stop, but I, you know, I say like, mm. you know, oh, that Thursday night, I, you know, I prayed and I woke up and, and I felt different. And then from that moment on, I I stopped. Right. But I, I neglect yeah. to tell people like the longer story, which is like for two years, I really tried to stop and it fucking never. Yeah. yeah it's like I it never worked, you know, but I, but I progressively yeah. I kept trying. I kept trying. And I think that I got lucky because I, I kind of like slowly detoxed over those two years mm. or even that last three months or whatever. Like I was, I was drinking less and less. And so therefore yeah. like my, my detox wasn't as heavy, even though I was hearing polka music and, you know, seeing black demons come mm. at me in my sleep or whatever. You know, it was, it was definitely different. Did you have a hard time coming down like medically at all? Did you like, did you need to go to the oh. doctor or anything? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not not too much, but see, I went to the doctor and he could he could see what I was doing, mm-hmm. and he was like, "You've you've got to fuck, you've got to stop, mate. Otherwise, you're in you're in big trouble." And but that's all it that's all they'd leave me with. <laughs> so I would I would sort of go cold turkey, and this this is a bit before AA, but then then I'd throw the towel in at like about day five or six because it's too much. Yeah, yeah. And it was nearly a surrender, and well, it's like well. This is how it ends, sort of thing, you know. Um, yeah, and then sort of on that cycle, and then going, ah, oh, the doctor—he was just being a bit too dramatic, like you know, yeah. all just the mind games, you yeah. know. Shit and blood's um, not a bad and it, thing, and it come, you know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> whatever. Nice one of many, one of many. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
so it was, it was such a mental uh, roller coaster as well of going, oh, no, I'm in trouble or, oh, no, I'm all right. You know, I'm just a bit dusty. And, you know, in, in that, and especially detoxing and then going into AA, you know, that was pretty bad. But then, you know, you, you physically after a week, you, you start to come pretty good. Mm-hmm. And sort of riding on that, I probably had a bit of pink cloud stuff. I was very resistant. I was like, maybe I can do this without doing the 12 steps. Sure. Maybe I Sounds can just like go option. to meetings and, you know, yeah. <laughs> I think I think we naturally or I know I, I try and try and still do it Aaron's way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it, it's it can get you so far. You can make a lot of progress, but eventually a time will come where where it's it's game over. Yeah, what do they say? <laughs> so, I, I heard a guy talking in a meeting the other day. I still go to meetings, right? You know, I heard a guy talking to me the other day. Yeah. He was like, he was like, you know, first maybe his first fourteen days or something. And he was like, you know, he's all, yeah, he <laughs> had it figured out. You know what I mean? And he was gonna do yeah, what he yeah. needed to do, and and I was just like, fuck. All I could think yeah. about during what his share was is like, you know, a sick mind cannot heal the sick mind that created the sick mind. You know what I mean? It's 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 a circle. You know, yeah. I needed new information. I needed something else other than me. Yeah. And uh and I didn't yeah. I didn't know that, you know, because if I would have known that, I would you know what I mean? Like I would have done something different. But yeah. I didn't know. You know, you don't know yeah. what you don't know in this game. And it's it's very really yeah it's sick, you know, how we how we think. Yeah. You know, it really is it's in that weird six. So oh, you, so, so you got sick. into AA uh, at least a little bit, right? Did you stay in? Did you did you take the full dose of AA or did you like, you know, how oh, look yeah. Look, I've 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 been pretty much in since since 2018, I, like looking back, I'd say 95% of, of my time since 2018 has been sober. Um, what, what I tend to do is disconnect very slowly. Life gets in the way. Things get, things get better. Mm-hmm. Money's no longer a problem. Relationships are healed. You know, I did a lot of that. I, I fixed a lot of uh, relationships with parents, with my ex-partner that we share a kid with you know, repairing all those things and then maybe getting into a new relationship, moving to a different part of Sydney and, you know, not putting recovery first, not mm-hmm. joining a new group. Yeah, not, it's easy to move. Not and, keeping up to date yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. We were going to do it. Life's good. Yeah, you check, yeah. you check, check out. Yeah. You know, and, and I, and a lot part of my thinking was, oh, well, maybe, maybe I can drink now. I've sorted a lot of that stuff out. Yeah. You know, you forget, you forget what the problem is in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't if you don't stick around yeah exactly you know you, I, we need a reminder <laughs> yeah. on occasion right you know so this podcast oh, yeah. has been yeah. like a huge because there's times when yeah you know i, I don't go to a, you know meetings or i reduce my meetings maybe there's one a week or maybe two a week right uh and then mm. uh, and sometimes you just skip it because you got other shit going on you know you got you got uh children's games you got yeah. a wedding to attend to you got work you know things you got to do next thing you know you're like month two months out of a meeting and you're like you know and and it hasn't come up so this for me doing the podcast has really kind of kept me there because it's just like a personal commitment i made since doing it so that helps me a lot um you know and then again you know chelsea i think is the same way you know just checking in and being able to do this stuff has been just you know and hopefully people listen to it the same way (laughs) so so that yeah they're not getting to a a meeting at least they're like kind of getting at least they're getting a reminder of like fuck man you know that we actually we're we are sick yeah. and we need to continue to maintain this thing you know we need to we need our yeah. medicine quote unquote you know so um yeah. so so you uh it's funny because you talk about moving in um and we were going to do a podcast mm. around like how to properly move and transplant back into it. like the things that you should do mm. you know to to do that stuff do you did you find that like those were like the more slippery slopes, like where like you move and then it's like, nobody knows me here. And like, you know what? Like I, I could reinvent myself. Like, you know what I mean? Like you kind yeah. of think. Oh, like, it's, you the, know. it's the geographical. Yeah. Geographical, mate. Yeah. yeah. It's the new, new characters. No one knows, you know, new identity, a total, totally clean slate. Yeah. Even with that one was a new relationship. So she, she never knew me as a drinker. Oh ah, yeah. She saw me, she saw sober, sober me. And she's she's like, surely you can have you can have a drink, you know, a, a wine you for dinner. Like a I'm nice like, that would that would that would yeah, you're, you're a delightful fella. You have a have a red with me. Huh? Yeah. 
Oh, you know. Oh, over a sunset. She yeah. hasn't seen the. Oh, <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Yeah. You know, and it, only if. Mm-hmm. Only if, Carl, and and we've chased that, and uh, one of you know one relapse was that was you know and again new relationship, and and that is I I found that a hard thing, you know how to how to navigate that, um because alcohol was such an icebreaker, for first dates and mm. and you know new catch ups and things, and um I remember one one was like okay. Um, I'm going to I'm going to drink with this girl and this is either going to work out very nicely or I'll go back to AA yeah. or, hey, you know, you got options. And <laughs> and she had this balcony and we, we cracked open a beer and the kids were playing in the pool and all over looking at it was paradise. And I was like, if you could freeze that moment, that's perfect. That's life. You, you know, know, right at the first and drink. It la- lasted two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. <Yeah. laughs> I was back in. Was, uh, uh, so, uh, which reminds me, so I want to <laughs> bring up, and we'll, and we'll talk more, but um, so you are immortalized, by the way, in June 4th, because we are talking mm. about relationships. Uh, and I don't, I don't remember you ever talking about relationships, so maybe this is weird. But mm. uh, uh, so June 4th, I wrote about you in the book, not necessarily you, but, you know, the, our, our general type, right? You know, uh, which, by yeah. the way, you know, if I didn't have a wife, I would definitely be, you know, into the same issues, right? You know what I mean? I would, be, I would, mm. if I was doing yeah, yeah. the dating circuit, like I, I would have a real fucking hard time, <laughs> you know, because mm. I would be thinking the same way, like you know, it, it you know, it's a, you know, it's liquid uh, yeah. lubrication, you know what I mean? Like I would totally, it loosens up mm. the scenarios, right? So. So, um, so yep, I would yep. say June 4th, here's, here's the reading. Relationships can be so tricky in recovery. In men's meetings, they have many jokes mm. about replacing alcohol and drugs with relationships. One is the beaver trail leads to wine country, right? Uh, there, is, <laughs> there is a slip under every skirt. And three, uh, uh, she, she was another bottle with legs, right? So, and four, et cetera. You know, we have, we have another, we can see all these things that all we want. So it says, Because I wish I knew what women said about men in recovery, but I'm kind of glad that I don't. The advice thrown out in recovery circles is to stay away from relationships for an entire year. This advice has probably saved more addicts and alcoholics lives than any other advice given in meetings. So here's the reflections. Mm. Did you have a relationship in your first year of recovery? Are you having one now? Daily challenge. This is where you come in, Aaron. It says, stop whacking it, especially if your name is Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) So that that was written specifically uh, for you, or if your name is Aaron, just saying. So um, that's funny, isn't it? So Aaron, did you um, just relate? Relates in so many ways, right? Did you get into uh, relationships in your first? Have you ever been relationship free for an entire year at the suggestion of AA, quote unquote? Oh, not at the suggestion of AA. It's just it's just how it's fallen at times, you know, just by chance. (laughs) Well, that's good though, right? Because don't you you get to know yourself mm. and who you are and well, what you're about? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and and, and again, that's what you've that's what you've got to do. You've got to you've got to figure out the relationship with um with yourself, yeah. you know, and before you can go out there and get into other other stuff. And I found when I went into that new relationship, there was stuff I I was missing in my recovery that I hadn't worked on yet. It comes, it comes to the surface. Bring someone else into it, though. That any anything that you haven't worked on comes right up and's like, "Hello, mate. You haven't figured out me yet." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm like, "Oh, damn. I thought that was, I thought that was solved, and and uh, and it wasn't." Yeah. So uh, that's, you know, the 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 deeper we go into this, um, it, I think the more it's the foundation. Of, of recovery mm-hmm. and of a of a life yeah like, then you can you can bring someone else into it you know yeah and not having I think uh, you know, the reason that they talk about that year is because it allows you to establish that foundation better right you know you're, you're not getting mm. these other distractions and you know you're really focused on yeah. yourself and you can kind of look to do that stuff and again it's like you know how can you really you know it's like what do they say it's like imagine the person that's attracted to you while you're that fucking unhealthy, 
You know what I mean? Like, do yeah, you really yeah. want that person in your life? <laughs> like, I don't think yeah. so. You know, so no. so that's the thing no. is like, you know, you want to, you know, when you get all your shit together and, you know, and you're actually, you know, you, you walking on that foundation basically like, yeah, then you might be able to mm. invite somebody in into that, you know, again, but you're right. All that shit still comes up. No doubt about that. It really does. And then even as a, a married person, by the way, I was always like, you know, like you guys say don't be in a relationship for your first year but i'm fucking married like there's no other way to have it and so um so it's really you know dude i I got to the point where um and i i know i know a few a lot of people that they're they're counting days and they're they're married and they're they're you know they're sort of salvaging their marriage and build rebuilding that relationship Mm -hmm. and their recovery as well and i i feel for them because that's a big that's a big ask and and kudos to them like it, it, as much as that's a gift that's i'm like wow something is like shit luckily i don't have that challenge i've just got to work on myself <laughs> yeah. for a year <laughs> but you my, know my first year was being, every, every share i had started with my wife you know what i mean so you know, I, yeah first words yeah. out of my mouth and like my wife and blah 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 and so it, it was hard for me to yeah. kind of separate but I, i'll tell you like, you know, after doing the step work, you know, I got, you know, we did like, there's like a sex inventory on there and that kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah. I literally like, um, I wanted to redefine my relationship with my wife, you know, to a certain degree. She even asked me at some point, like, mm. you don't, you don't seem to want to do it as much anymore. Right. And I was just wow. like, and yeah, I was yeah. like, well, yeah, because like, I, I'm trying to show you that I respect you. You know what I mean? Like, because before I had no, like, I didn't care if she fucking wanted it, craved it, needed it, whatever. It was all about fucking me and my needs. Right. So I would all, you know, I learned to like kind of, you know, uh, tone that down. Right. And be more respectful about what that is. So uh, to the point where she was like, are you okay? Like, did you, did your libido like fall down because if you stopped drinking, and I was like, if anything, it went up, you know, after a period of time. But either way, um, you know, that's yeah, yeah. Being being, you know, in a relationship, I think in recovery is just a fucking just a difficult ride. I don't care which way you do it, right? Mm. You know, because you you know, unless you got your shit together, unless you like, you know, can really say that, you know, you've worked on yourself enough to be able to help somebody else in this world, like I don't I highly do not recommend getting involved with other people on that level. I wish I would have known that you know, long, long time ago, you know, I would have definitely solved yeah. a few more problems. All right. So, so here's the deal. You get into AA, where do you go from there? What mm. happens? What's the deal? What makes you stay? Um, uh, look, the, the, the serenity and the peace and the, the sorting my shit out, mm. you know, um, and that, that solution, there was, there was, there is a solution you know it was i by the by the time i got into aa i was i was pretty much a 24 7 drinker you know i would i would probably i'll top up if i woke up at night you know i'd crack a beer um first thing in the morning you know it was it was putrid mm-hmm. it was and it was a terrible uh, and i thought and i was so alone in that addiction you know i knew a, i knew a lot of heavy drinkers but i i i thought i was the only only person doing stuff like that and i felt i felt so uh dirty mm-hmm. you know and um in my first meeting there were there were people that that did that and i was like wow i'm not the only i'm not the only person that did that and then to see them recover and get time up um you know it was that hope that 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 kept me coming back and and obviously my friend as well because i remember how he was when he was drinking and uh, to see his life turn. So, you know, you, you go to meetings for the connection and the fellowship and it gives you a lot of inspiration and it gives you a lot of that. I can I can do that too um, if you reach out for the help. Mm-hmm. And then the next the next part of the deal, obviously, is to, to do the work and to get into those steps and to get a sponsor and to keep up, to stay connected and to get into the meetings. But... Um, you know, I was I was cooked by the end of it. I needed I needed to to change my lifestyle. Otherwise, otherwise, I know I wouldn't be here today. Definitely, definitely not in the form that I'm in. Yeah. It would be probably in a jail or in an asylum if I'm still alive, or living living in the downstairs of my poor parents' place mm. in a mess. Mm-hmm. It would it, it's just not the life that that I that I want to live. So um. Uh, there's there's a lot that it was my life at stake that's what that's what kept me coming back 
Yeah, you know, I I always said to myself during all that shit, um, you know, to try and I guess keep that weight of shame down, which is I said, you know, I'm not hurting anybody else except for myself, mm. right? That was like the mm. you know the one thing yeah. that I would always try to justify mm. my behavior with. And um, you know, mm. I got four kids, I got a wife, you know, um, and and honestly, like. I I never saw it. You know, when I posted online that Thursday night after three drinks in, and apparently you're not supposed to post on Reddit, stop <laughs> drinking when you're drunk. But I, I, was, I was I was three drinks in, and and I I, I said as yeah, much, yeah. right? And I was just like, and I was like, you know, I feel like absent from being a father and at arm's distance and all this other stuff. And uh, mm. um, one of the posts when I woke up the next day would say, said like, you're doing way more damage than you think you are. You know, and it, yeah. it was just like, Whoa. yeah, like you motherfucker. <laughs> that like, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, cause I had to look at it. You know, when the truth hits you hard, mm. it like it, it, you know, it, it hits you hard, you know? So, um, mm. so that was like one of the, and I was, I was big on that too, Carl. I was, I'm not hurting anyone else. I'm only hurting myself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and at that time as well, I didn't think much of myself. So it was that, you know, it was that perfect combination for, you know, big time self destruction. You know, um, when you when you think along those lines. Yeah, no, I, like again, I was I was shitting blood towards the end, and it and it did not matter mm. to me personally, right? And I mean, mm. it kind of did. I was like, oh yeah, like because you know, because if if I get sick, that means I can't drink. <laughs> so that's the only thing that like you know, <laughs> that's the only thing I really cared about. But but again, it's like mm. I did not take into the account of like you know. My children's story is going to be, yeah, my father, he died in, you know, 2014. Um, He drank himself to death, right? And by the way, that's my story about my father, right? So if we want to, like, you know, continue the the Mm. stories like that, you know what I mean? Like, that's the shit that didn't even, like, occur to me. And that shit's painful today to think about, you know, my my real father who, you know, uh, died of alcoholic hepatitis and who basically drank himself to death, right? So, um, yeah. So, which comes to the thing, you know, I see you on Facebook, right? And I see you yep. with the relationship with your son. And it's okay if you don't want to talk about it too detailed, but I do want to say it's very admirable, mm. right? You know, I see what you put out there and I see that you're like, you know, you're, you're, you're making it count. And that's the stuff that, like, yeah. that's what sobriety, like, gets you, but you don't really see it until you're in it. So, can you tell me a little bit about, um, you know how you felt about your children, or how you felt about like being a father in that regard. You mentioned your the the your uh, what is it was it your baby mom? Mm. She's out of the picture, or she's kind of in and out of the picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, look, I'm 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 happily happily single, but but my heart really is is full at the moment, mm. you know, because um, and just getting into my recovery, and th- you know, if you want to go on them deeper spiritual level i'm i'm exactly where i need to be even right here right now doing this hate that statement but go ahead (laughs) (laughs) i know it took me on that right you sure but but i i feel i feel that now and and um look even at my worst you know my son and he was he was a baby back then but but he he was the shining light you know there was a root there was always a reason to keep going and and he definitely was it and so you know there it's it's a big win and i think i think they're all such big wins for us going to the park and going here and going there going swimming and that like you know a lot of normies do that and that's just that's life and that's nice but but for for me that's it it's everything Mm -hmm. all that all that sort of stuff and we've got a really good bond a very um a good relationship and and that's that's about me at the moment i i you know i i've got my career which um which i'm pushing myself and growing in what, what do you do for um, a living i got my recovery I know we don't, we don't on, ask an AA a lot but what do you do for a living yeah i'm a chef okay i'm a chef so you know goes goes very hand in hand back in my drinking days and a lot of that was all all entwined um, I had a cafe as well, and that was that was where a lot of stress and uh, resentment and things came from. And also being my own boss, mm. um, it it didn't do me any any favors drinking wise. But I'm now working in a in a company, um, and I'm I'm the head chef of a it's um, it's a retirement village that's got a a la carte restaurant built in. It's got a cafe, and it's um, also got a catering and and function service. Nice, so. Nice. 
So it keeps me very, very busy. Um, it's we're, we're cooking some really good, good food, and um, it's it's been it's yeah, it's a joy. It's a, it's so good to to find that that ground where I can continue to be a chef long term and and give something back, and you know get get rewarded myself, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know be a good dad to to my son. And that's 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 about it at, at, at the moment, you know. Yeah, you know, I, I never um, really I put I didn't put a lot of emphasis when I was drinking on like anything relating to my children, and it's so it's so mm-hmm. um, you know when I got sober, you know, um, and you know my first sponsor like you know kind of was like, hey, like yeah, because I would be like, what do I fucking do with <laughs> these things? You know what I mean? And he would be like, well, you <laughs> go to their games and like you know you go to their. You know, so my daughter, uh, you know, all my daughters are in water polo and I go all the time and we make, you know, it, all mm. the efforts now to, to, to be there. Right. And that's yeah. the stuff that like, I totally, um, you know, when I look back, I'm like, oh, I missed, like, I missed our entire family life. I missed my entire, I missed whole childhoods. You know what I mean? And mm. that's just yeah. where I just, you know, yeah. talk about not hurting anybody but myself. You know what I mean? It's like, oh. you know, it's like. They're, you know, they're yeah, looking in the stands. Crazy, and by the way, I'm not there because I am not, you know, my wife is there, right? But I can't be there because I need to be home to drink, right? There's just no yeah. other way around that. You know, that, I mean, I can make up mm. any lies that I want. And I think I even did. Honey, I got a freelance. Honey, like, you know, oh, yeah, I, I got to get up. Mm. In the, I'm super tired or whatever the hell it is, right? I, you know, I made up yeah, all those yeah, stories, yeah. you know, and now now yeah. like, there's no excuse. And now it's great because it's like mm. not only do we get to like do it, we see the benefit in it, but it's just like you're right. It's yeah. such a joy to be a part of. It's such like that's like yeah. the shit. And you don't realize that you're missing out on the shit. Yeah. You just, we don't realize until we're out. Until we're out of it, we you can't you can't see it. And when we're in it, it's you know that that old Carl didn't have a choice. Yeah, you, you had to drink, had to miss it, had to like it. We didn't have the choice, which totally fits. Yeah. What a good transitional uh, podcaster you are, Aaron. It totally fits with January twenty, yeah. <laughs> which is uh, January twentieth. Did you did you? Uh, <laughs> uh, which is here it is, uh, January twentieth. This is maybe you've heard this one before. Mm. Two young fish are swimming along, and an older fish passes by and says, "Good morning, boys. How's the water?" As the two young fish get out of earshot, one fish turns to the other and asks, what's water? The moral of the story is that the good stuff is all around us. It's in the sunlight, the rain, the wind, the air, the entirety of the cosmos, the big things, and especially the little things. It's as if it was put here specifically Mm. for you to enjoy. What is needed is the willingness to pay attention, to appreciate it with all the awareness you can. Being sober today is an excellent way to prepare to receive it. Reflections. Yep. Take a deep breath. As you breathe in, say to yourself repeatedly, this is water. Daily challenge. Uh, look up David Foster Wallace's commencement speech. The full version is 20 minutes long, and it explains this concept in detail. So there's a, uh, a David Foster Wallace. I'll include it in the links in the podcast. But it's Beautiful, a 20-minute yeah. um, speech. And then so so tell me a little bit about now you get into AA, right? And yep. now you start to pay attention. Right. It's, I mean, again, this is like, mm. which is the weirdness of it all. Right. You know, you talked about like hmm. having your, the, the pink cloud and then, um, and then you talk about having this awareness to like really get, I guess, more or less the, the full benefits of being sober. Right. You start to, you know, you start to see the world a little yeah. differently. You know, the, you know, the new pair of glasses kind of thing comes on and you start to see things taking yep. shape a little bit differently. Um, how does that translate for Aaron in, in, in like the, on the road to life, like how, looking back, like how dramatic mm. do you think your life has, you know, changed? And, and again, it's about choice that you talked about. It's like you have a choice every day, right? Yeah. To like get up and fucking drink, see it as a shit day, <laughs> crawl back into your alcoholic hole, or to yeah. continue to move forward and like you know, kind of brave the unknown, right? It's like so. Talk about mm. that. Talk about that choice a little bit. When, when you're left with the truth of, of how it really is and how unmanageable your life is and how addicted you are um, to alcohol and then you're given, you're given a path out, um, you know, my, even through relapse, my, my drinking was never the same. 
you know, since going to that first meeting because, you know, and uh, this this older sober member laughed at me once coming back from a relapse going, oh, AA's ruined your drinking and he's he's laughing and I'm like, you think that's funny? Like, <laughs> that's terrible news. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> because... Because we know how dangerous it is for us. Because we, I, I didn't at the time in a in a crazy way. But, but um, and we've got the tools. And and from that moment on, um, I'm making a choice to go in the right direction and to do something positive for my recovery. And if I'm not walking, if I'm not trudging forward in that positive action, I'm going backwards. Mm-hmm. It's not. I'm not just staying where I am. I'm going backwards. So um. You know, I've I've got that choice these days, and that's what that's what AA's given me. And I've I've known through my own experience if I don't if I don't keep on moving forward and doing these doing things like this or going to a meeting and doing service and reaching out to the newcomer, um, I, I'm in trouble. Mm. I'll be in trouble trouble myself. And one of the very first things I I had to do from pen to paper was, um which sort of fits in with today's reading was, was write a gratitude list, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and I said, Oh, well, I'm grateful for the same things yesterday as I was today. And he's like, I don't care. You write it out. And it's, it's an acknowledgement of, of what you've got and what you're grateful for. You know, I've got family, I've got, I've got a kid, I've got strong relationships. I've got a career. Um, I live in a beautiful part of the world. You know, it's endless. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got health. I, if I look after myself, I've got a, I've got a fighting chance. You know, there's, there's so many things to be grateful for, and that, that's, I like that. It's not just the water. It's, it's everything around it, and it can be you yourself mm-hmm. that, that we can appreciate and be grateful for. And, and I was a world away from that in my drinking and using, you know, I was worried about money. I was pissed off that my, my ex left me. I was resentful about child support. I was, you know, I was getting hunted down by the tax man, all these things. And then, then I read this book and it's, it's all happened lifetimes before me, you know, to, to a countless, I'm like, there's my, it's my fucking biography. How did they, you know, they just changed your name. And and yeah, and they're drinking over this, you know, but it, in 1920s, like, my missus, you know, my wife left me, uh, stole my paddling yeah, account, you know, and, I'll get you, I'll get you, my dear, you know, I'm like, wow, because it's it's all those, same, it's those resentments and things, and um, yeah, so I, I, I think that that's the catalyst, there's 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 a way out, and it shows, and there's there's people that I'm connecting with, which are active in the solution. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's like I, I have only got myself to blame if I'm not in if I'm not in the solution. I've got to get into it. Which, by the way, I look at you go, dude, you're like the best transitional podcaster ever. January twenty first. <laughs> Ready? Uh in yes. in Australian time. January twenty first. Mm-hmm. Do you go to meetings? Going to meetings can be the lifeblood of someone's recovery process. The connection that it mm. offers is essential for the newly sober. There is guidance, direction, and energy that cannot be found if you recuperate at home. Some people call it hope in human form. No matter what you call it, uh, it is something you cannot get anywhere else. Try it if you haven't. Go until you can remember a few names. You don't have to do it forever or be all into it. Remember all things in moderation. Reflections. Why do I go to meetings? Why do I not go to meetings? Why do I need or uh, oh, wait, what do I need or get that is found in connection with others? Daily challenge. Look up a local meeting and go. If you already go to meetings, try uh, one you have never been to. Or if there are no meetings in your local area, start one. So, um, you know, I, I continue to go to meetings even though I really don't fucking like need to go like there's i i honestly i don't ever feel like i like oh man like i need a fucking meeting or i'm gonna drink you know what i mean it's not like most people most people i guess you know beyond you know a couple years at least you know are pretty much like not going to meetings because they fucking like feel like they need to drink yeah i mean don't get me wrong there's some there's been days when i've you know i have gone 
uh, I don't know, maybe it was like four or five years. I was fighting with my wife once, and I went in on a fucking Saturday morning that I never go to Saturday meetings. And uh, and sure enough, like, you know, I went there because my sponsor was there, and I was just crying like a bitch saying, I hate that, yeah. I hate that woman. And, uh, and, and, he, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, did, I felt like shit, you know. But uh, um, I don't even know if I felt like drinking. I just felt like I was like, you know what I mean, just just needing to fucking yeah just needing people you know so um so what about you? yeah yeah why do you still go to meetings do, are you still attending are you still doing all that stuff yeah absolutely and and to be honest more more than ever now um because because I, i've experienced that where you know it's like oh okay i'm not going to drink tonight if i don't go to a meeting um so i'll watch a bit of netflix instead you know mm-hmm. um but but I, I've learned through trial and error that, that I need to be connected. And, and again, it's nothing crazy, but I became a member of a, a morning meeting um, that that meets on Tuesdays and Thursdays here in Sydney in Narrabeen. And I've got a service position, so I, I bring the coffee and milk. I'm the coffee man. Nice. And I get there early and help set up. Um, we we go around and chair, so we, we – um, chop and change it every now and then but um i do some chairing chairing for the meeting but but it's it's kept me connected keeps me connected especially with the newcomer um and yeah no for for me it is it is vital there's there's meetings there's um again i listen to podcasts and things sober pod and um there's a a good zoom meeting i i do every now and then when i can um, I've got to do something for my recovery each, each day. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, even if it's even if it's just a quick phone call to my, call to my sponsor or call to call to a newcomer or someone, you know, uh, kick the shit a bit, you know, um, and, and be honest because I'm, I was someone that was always okay. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so so it takes me a lot to to go. Actually, Carl, I'm not the best today. <laughs> And then say why. Yeah, That's, yeah, uh, yeah. That takes a lot for me. Yeah. No, me too. And, uh, um, mm. you know, I think this time around it was, uh, um, you know, that was part of the surrender stuff, right? Because, you know, I wanted to, mm. you know, I wanted to be, uh, I wanted to be quote unquote, you know, helped, but I wanted to pick the type of person that was going to help me. You know what I mean? Like, you know, mm. I wanted to make sure yeah. that they were like of, of good quality and caliber before they could help me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. And so, and then so, <laughs> uh, so when, um, you know, when this toothless motherfucker in the back of the room comes to, you know, lay down some wisdom, you know, I get all judgy, you know what I mean? And I'm like, you know, and, yeah. I, and again, I want to decide yeah. who, you know, uh, you know, who helps me. So, in this time around, though, I really was like, you know what? Like, I'm out of fucking, I'm out of answers. I, I don't know. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, yes. I'm just going to, I'm just going to fucking whatever, you know, whatever you guys are doing. Apparently, you guys don't drink every day, which I don't believe. Yeah. But apparently, <laughs> you guys don't drink yeah. every day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You fucker, you're lying. I know you are, you motherfucker. Uh, yeah. But, uh, um, but yeah, if they're going to do that, then, then I just need to follow along. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, they're all, they're all. Yep they're all dancing to some music that I don't seem to understand. So I just need to, I need to shut up and listen. And so, and after I, you know, I started to do that, I realized like, you know, um, it's funny, like even after my first meeting, you know, I went to this first meeting and, uh, and I cried on the way home. I cried all the way home. And, uh, and I didn't cry because like all these wonderful people had the solution and they like, you know, they were, they were singing the praises of sobriety and I was like happy to find Mm. them. Fuck that shit. I knew exactly what they were doing. The problem was, is that I was in that meeting and I realized that I was going to have to be one of these people to continue to stay sober. Mm. And that's where I cried. Cause like, I don't want to be one of these motherfucking people. I don't want to do this. You know what I mean? It was something so far from my heart at that time. And I was just like, but if I'm going to stay sober and I'd stayed sober for 60 days at home alone. Right. And, and I knew I wasn't going to make it. And that's for me, it's like, that's why I write that article or that post or or the page is because I need connection. Right. Like there is a spiritual fiber in the Mm. world and it happens between me and you, Aaron, it happens between me and Chelsea and whomever you talk to Mm. and vice versa. Right. And the minute we deny that shit, and we close up and we crawl into our little shells and our little cocoons. It's fucking over for me. 
you know so yeah. i that's yeah that's yeah. just where i get and so i didn't realize that much later in life you know when i was when i was younger i stayed sober for two years going to meetings mm. and then it it took three years after that before i got real miserable and had to pick up a drink you know what i mean so i was sober for yeah. five years yeah. when i was younger but i stopped mm. after i stopped going to meetings after two years you don't want to know why it's because i said um i said to myself uh, such a selfish thing to say too i said well i they got nothing to offer me right and then, uh, <laughs> and, then and then i said I, all they do is bitch about being you know not drunk all the time or whatever and then i and then the other thing is mm. i had i said i had nothing to offer them but which was true yeah right yeah. i had nothing to offer mm. them i really didn't yeah but yeah. i looked at it yeah. as a ego you dry. yeah like like you know what i mean yeah. like like they they can't handle what i could do for them <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah yeah so stupid so stupid. So, yeah. so you got sponsees are you are you active in program do you like do you are you taking people to the steps that kind of stuff or do you find that like your your role is really more like meeting service and being at the meetings and that kind of stuff yeah for me, for me at the moment just just with restarting my day um it, it's gone to to service and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a couple of, but there was one person who, who, um, he asked for me to be a sponsor, but he's not sort of keeping his end of the deal. <laughs> I'm like, all right, That's how they go. let's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. give us a call, man. And we'll, we'll begin. And, and it hasn't quite happened, <laughs> you know, yeah, no. and he'll, he'll sort of come in and out. So I've got, I've got two of them actually. Okay. Um, and, but that's, that's about where it is. And, and, there was a couple of but even in America that 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 asked for and and I said look I'll um like I actually earlier I, we we're on a Zoom call and we just read a bit of the big book. Mm -hmm. Um, I said look we'll we'll read through the big book and stuff, but I said you you deserve to be face to face with someone to be able to meet someone and have coffee with them and mm -hmm. you know um I said find, try really try and find someone like that because because you definitely should you know yeah, yeah. um. So, you know, but look, there's, I've got a lot of good connections in, in that way and stuff. And, and that, you know, if I, if I stick to this and keep doing what I'm doing, all that's, all that's going to come. And I'm looking forward to the gift of being able to do that and to watch someone else, um, get, get recovery as well and watch them grow. So, yeah, yeah. so it's all, it's all in the future. If, if I do, uh, the next appropriate thing myself. Yeah, exactly. um, for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah, no, it's no doubt like that. One of the, uh, you know, where the I was trying to explain to people like, you know, where the real, you know, juice of this stuff is is to is to help other people mm. and to help other people yeah, find yeah. that thing. And it's like, um, you know, what a treat it is to watch somebody else's lights come on, and to, and then to watch their life kind of grow in the same way mm. right you know where they're walking around saying yep. this is water you know yeah <laughs> they're the ones walking around yeah saying, yeah yeah all, all, all this shit happened and then again you see the impact that it has you know uh you know again it's like you know what do they talk about you know your life impacts like up to seven people around you at any given moment right like your decisions yeah. you know truly impact and i don't care if it's just the mailman or garbage man or you know whomever right you know it's like you know so mm. wife son you know spouse moms dads whatever your actions impact at least seven people around you on a daily basis. So, you know, it's yeah. like, so if those decisions are, you know, with malice or hatred or resentment, anger, fear, et cetera, mm. that's you impacting that world, whether you think about it yeah. or not, you know, um, you know, whether, you know, oh, absolutely. You know, it's a different story, but that's the thing is, you know, when I started to act differently in my household, right. And when I started to act differently with, you know, my children and you know, people at work and again, what we talk about in the program, we call this in all of our affairs, uh, you know, so, uh, mm. that's when I started yeah, to really yeah. notice it all, you know, happening. Right. But, and they talk about in the big book, they say, you know, um, oftentimes, you know, the, the, we notice the change in somebody else before they notice it. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah, so that's yeah. the beauty of this stuff. When you start to watch somebody truly change, it's fucking magical shit. And, and that's the mm. stuff that I really enjoy about this is to know that like, it's not our job to like, we don't get to see the result necessarily. We don't get to predict the result. We don't get to like really see mm. them change. These dudes that you're talking about, mm. they could, 
you know, it could go relapse tomorrow and be gone and you'll be responsible for some mass murder somewhere for all you know. Right. And so your job was to just do the action, the next indicated step and just, you know, plant the seeds. Right. Mm. You know, in America, we yeah, have a you yeah. know Johnny Appleseed. He runs around. That's why we have all these apple trees, and uh, so, so yeah. we we just plant the seed. And it's yeah. not our job to make it grow. You know, to to do anything different. You know, our our job is the action and not the outcome. Right. Yeah. So that's what yeah. we learned. And so that, of, even those uncomfortable things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah especially my, those my sponsor gave me a gave me a task, and he said, you know, after the meeting, he said, don't don't turn around and talk to your good mate Ben who you, you talk to a few times a week anyway, or, or your good mate Carl, to mm-hmm. make a, go make a beeline to the newcomer. Yeah, yeah. Get their number and yeah. say g'day and connect connect with them. And you said, that's, that's your, your non-negotiable for me. I'm like, yep, yeah, yeah. you know, no worries. And he goes, it's, it's, you know, the most important thing to, to, to help the newcomer um, for them and for, for myself as well. Yeah, that's why the book exists, by the way, the 366 fucking years sober book was – it was mm. created for those people within like their first year. You know, it, it's even like, you know, I talked about it in the last episode. I think it's like 80% of our audience found us in the last year, right? That's what Spotify mm, says wow. for our statistics, right? So 80% of the people listening are basically newcomers, if you can really think about it that way. So, or they're, yeah, or they're yeah. coming back. So that's the idea. So, and, and, and that's, you know, what you talk about is, uh, you know, my sponsor, my, my last sponsor, John, who died, he, uh, uh, you know, mm. I thought by switching sponsors, I was going to get to redo the steps, right? Like, I'm like, okay, you know, I already did the steps, mm. you know, and I made amends, blah, blah, blah. And I was on 10, 11 and 12. And then, um, then, you know, mm. two months later I was like, oh, I need another sponsor because it's uh, whatever, you know? So I went to him thinking yeah. I was going to get to redo my steps and I'm like, okay, you know, I made it my sponsor. You're my sponsor now. And I've been talking to him for a while anyway. And then, uh, and I go, so, so where, what, you know, what do we do first? Like, what do you want me to read first? Like, you know, and I was like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> all about me, you know? And he was like, no, he's like, you're going yeah. to, you're going to go and help fucking newcomers. That's what you're going to do. Like you, like you're yeah. done motherfucker. Yeah. Like that's it. Like you don't get to yeah. go, you know, self-indulgent fucking writing down your four step anymore. You are done. Right. You got some shit. To How do. cool is that? That's what 10, 11, <laughs> 12 is. And so, um, yeah. so that was the idea. And so I call it fishing is what I do. So uh, just like you do, I was instructed mm. to go shake hands with newcomers and go make sure that I connect. Yeah. And, and then I do that stuff. So I call it fishing. And so sometimes I'll get out there early when I hear a newcomer, I'll get out on the sidewalk and I'll watch mm. him try and lick leave really quick. And I'll be like, hey, hey, yeah, you know, I got one. Yeah. And again, they don't, yeah. they don't, sometimes they don't always stick around and it's sad. And, it, and, you know, sometimes they, you know, and sometimes they need like, you know, outside help that we definitely do not provide. Right. So yep, it yep, is um yep. it is hard you know to um to watch the um the passing parade go through and not be able to like reach out and really you know make that connection but again if your yeah, job was to yeah. plant the seeds man that's like there you go you know you give yeah. you talk to somebody like a human fucking being you connect on a human level you talk about real fucking shit like we are right now mm. and that's about all yep. you need to do right how hard is that right you know, and you yeah, never know, yeah. like you, like your buddy reaching you on that 12 step level, right? He caught you at just the right time, right? Oh yeah. And that's all yeah, you need to be yeah. is like, you know, just fucking right place, right time. Lucky motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh mate, we're the lucky ones. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We, we, we really are, you know, and I'm forever appreciative of, of that, you know, and uh, for anyone and you know, the amount of times I've darted out of a, a meeting early and, you know, if, if someone caught me, it would have made a difference. And then at times when someone has it, it has, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's all so important. Yeah. Every, for, that's you know, I, both, yeah. both when we're getting that and then when we're doing it ourselves for others. Yeah. I say, yeah. you know, it took every drink to get me here, but it also took every meeting. It also took everybody's yeah. like, you know, every time a, a counselor like, you know, called my mom and said, like, I think he's on drugs. You know, it, it took that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it took that one counselor that said, I think he should go to treatment, you know, and so on and so on and so forth. Right. You know, it's like it takes mm. all of that to get to a spot sometimes where, you know, kind of, you know, it just mm. it just takes what it takes. Right. So there's there is yeah. that. Yeah. OK, Aaron, I think we're going to we're going to just start to wrap it up. but um. Do you have any like yeah. 
kind words of wisdom to like, you know, espouse onto the troops? Guys, you know, um, I think one of the important reasons why I jumped on after Carl's request to, to, to be on here is because, um, you know, podcasts and especially Soberpod, it, it plays a very important part in, in my recovery. And, um, you know, if, if, if there is ever a relapse or anything out there and if you have, you know, and you're, you're listening to this right now, <laughs> you know, I used to listen to ones and they'd be, you know, reading out chapter five and I could recite it and I'd still be hung over or drunk and things. It's, you know, look, I, I've been there, you know, and I um, never give up trying to give up, you know, keep, keep on going, you know, never give up, never be afraid to, to reach out, you know, because um, the best, the best is definitely, definitely yet to come. Um, you know, it's a, it's a privilege to, to do service. And, you know, I, I hope if um, any of anybody out there has resonated with anything, uh, keep on listening, you know, keep on listening to the podcast and, and keep on seeking the deeper, the more I seek, the deeper, the recovery journey goes. So I encourage you to ne never give up, keep seeking, um, always reach out. And uh, if you're in ever in Sydney, Australia, and want to go to a meeting, um, I'm on the the SoberPod Face Group um, uh, app, the the uh, our page. So reach out and, and message us there, and um, we'll we'll go to a meeting in Sydney. Sweet. Yeah. So thank you very much for, for coming on. Honestly, I really, um, I really appreciate you. Know, you have a really good message. And I think that, uh, I think you're exactly the right person to fill this void today. If I <laughs> honestly, I feel like it's some, sometimes it's like when this happens, it's like, you know, one, I needed to hear it. Right. You know, I think there's that, mm. but I think too, like there's somebody out there who needed to hear this exact fucking message today. And it's just crazy how this shit works. You know what I mean? So, you know, it you is, it about, is, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. When you talked about seeking, it's like, you know, um, I got to remember that that's, you know, dude, I'm still a seeker, you know, like it, all the times yeah. I, that's what I've been doing this whole time is I've been seeking and, uh, you know, yeah. and, and this was another way to do that. You know, this podcast. And, yes, absolutely. And to reach out and do all that stuff. So it's just another way to like continue to be able to seek. It's like, you know, what did we say? Like, you know, uh, <laughs> at the end of the promises, you know, and God could and would if he were sought, right? You know, it's like, uh, you know, yeah. it's like, so it's again, yep. start sotting. <laughs> so, yeah. Know, that's kind yep. of how it works, right? From a spiritual yep. sense. If he were sought, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, party people. And, nah, party and, people. and look, it's never, it's never failed me. Yeah, exactly. Has it filmed me? <laughs> Never yet, right? found me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Still people. waiting. Uh, Aaron, what do you? What do you? What kind? What, what buzzword? What? What? What thing do you send out there to your peeps when you're when you're saying, "See you later," or you know, whatever? What do you? What do you say in Australia? What do you say? Hey, Roo. Who Roo? That's what. That's what you say. Who Roo? Yeah, that's my. But I, I when um. <laughs> When my catering assistants is uh, leaving the kitchen, hooroo, see you later, kangaroo. Hooroo. Hooroo, have hooroo, a good night. <laughs> Fucking don't drink, don't smoke. Yeah. Call me before you do. <laughs> Fucking hooroo. Hooroo. <laughs> All right, I will say stay active, stay sober. Hooroo, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See you, guys. Soberpod.com. 366 fucking days sober Yeah it was a sight to see them. Yeah. Breakfast was Sprite and sequins. Oh. Wrestling with my vices. Exercising my demons. Uh. My blessings were blocked so I never got the message. I'm stressing. I'm only 12 steps from an exit. Damn. Regret it. Because my imperfections were perfected. I ain't run from it. I accept it and rep it. It's a badge to me. Good stories come from a tragedy. And when you survive, the glory will come in Act 3. Three. The wait's over. 366 fucking days sober. Morning affirmations that can start the day for you. Use my favorite book, for a placeholder, finish when the day's over, okay? Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, sober pod, keep it authentic, no facades. If it's real, then you know it's ours. Welcome. Welcome. 
Are you a rebel seeking transformation in your recovery journey? Then 366 fucking days sober is the book for you. 366 daily meditations. This book by the SoberPod Recovery Podcast host and professional rebel, Carl, will help guide you towards a new way of thinking and living. Each daily meditation offers a fresh perspective, practical advice, and a healthy dose of Carl's irreverent humor to help you stay sober and embrace the challenges of life without drinking, drugging, or shitting your pants. Whether you're just starting your recovery journey or looking for a daily dose of encouragement and laughs, 366 fucking days sober is the book for you. So, if you're ready to transform your life and become the rebel you were meant to be, get your copy of 366 fucking days sober today. Available today on Amazon.com.